welcome to a special primetime edition of Spooky South Coast, which I don't know why we call it primetime, because usually primetime is like after 8 o'clock at night, and we're going to be here until 8 o'clock, actually until 8.25 tonight, when it'll be time for the Red Sox, but until then, you will be talking about the paranormal with me, I'm Tim Weisberg, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and Stephanie Burke, celebrating her one-year anniversary here on the show with us now. Yes, how exciting. You know that there was, like, a good chunk of that year that you weren't here, though. Nuh-uh. Kind of. No way. Well, you, you had a baby. Only a month and a half. <laughs> Do you want me to wait a month and a half to officially celebrate, then? Well, since we're not actually celebrating tonight, no, we didn't get any treats to celebrate. Well, because I was busy. Sorry, I was too busy to see your message. Too busy for ice cream. I'm never too busy for ice cream. I actually had ice cream the other day for brec- uh, for lunch and dinner. It was ridiculous. Did you really? I did. That was like last week when we were on our adventure. I had um, ice cream for lunch. That's That was the day. I had ice cream really? for lunch. And then <laughs> so I had ice cream for dinner. So it it worked out for, you know, the 15, uh, 15, the five-year-old inside of me. Right. You know, finally I got everything that I always wanted, ice cream for dinner and lunch. But uh, that was a, a pretty fun day. And I, I guess we can kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit. Can we? Well, Are we, we can't really talk about what we were doing. But um, a television project. Yes. That, you know, this is kind of the, the demo stage of it. it. You know, it's not, not anything that will actually be on air, but we got interviewed by Chris Jericho. Yes, we did. Which, for me, is huge. I don't know how you felt about it, but, you know, he's pretty much my idol. Is he? I live my life wanting to be Chris Jericho. It was exciting. It was really exciting. Except with better hair and no scarf. I didn't realize how many people actually knew who he was, just because wrestling is such a small... Nietzsche, I guess, just you like it or you don't. And I posted my picture with him on social media, and everybody was messaging me, people I hadn't heard from in years. How'd you meet Chris Jericho? Dude, how'd you do that? <laughs> well, he's pretty so, visible with Dancing with the Stars and his podcast. Yeah, but and so, you know. Again, not everybody watches Dancing with the Stars either. True. So if I asked you who was on Dancing with the Stars this year, you'd probably laugh at me. Yeah, I couldn't name anybody, yeah. I don't think. So. I mean, it was awesome. And, and their definition of star is a little bit looser than mine, too. So Right, right. So he was actually a super nice guy, completely down to earth. He was generally interested in having a conversation with you. So it was a it was an interesting day. We had a good time. Yes, uh, absolutely. And, and I would have been so severely disappointed if he didn't turn out to be exactly what I hoped he would be. Right. But he did. So He did. He really did. And uh, hopefully this will lead to something else down the line. We'll have him on the show to promote it. I and hope so. and we'll see what happens, but at least uh, at least it was a cool afternoon. It was it was fun to to get out and and do something yes. during the day for a I change. Agree. You know, normally we're running around doing things at night. And speaking of doing things at night, uh, if you are not a member of the Legend Trips mailing list, get on it right now. Go to legendtrips.com, sign up for it, because we'll have some announcements forthcoming. We're working on booking a couple of events, and I can't say too much just yet, but there might be some other ghost hunting opportunities coming up in the local WBSM listenership area. So, Ooh, what could that mean? Well, if it all works, I see I, nothing's really etched in stone, so I, I don't want to give too many hints we away. Can't. But we can, we can tease it a little bit. But there's places around here that people have been dying, no pun intended, to get back into. Ha, ha, ha. And hopefully you'll have the chance. But 
we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait till things are a little bit more solidified. One thing that is solidified is our guest tonight, Terry Jamros, will be joining us. Yes, she will. And uh, she will be giving out free readings. She is a well, is, is she a psychic medium, a spirit medium? Well, I mean, I believe she does both. I've seen her do both, um, okay. and she's very talented. Um, I've been friends with her for a little while now, so I'm excited. This is actually her first time on Spooky South Coast. And it's been a while. You know, we we probably dropped her name here on the show fifty yes, times over the years, <laughs> but this will be the first chance we get to to call her now to talk to her now just so everybody knows how this works there's a lot of people that are listening now for the first time don't usually stay up and listen to us from 10 to midnight on saturday nights and if you haven't well there's about nine years worth of archives for you to check out on itunes or spookysouthcoast.com mm-hmm. or wherever you find podcasts i know a, a great website to be able to get them is player.fm you can get them all it's it, and that is probably Matt, I know that you know. Over the years, we've tried all different kinds of sites to we have. to get them right away, but I don't think I've ever seen a website post the show as fast as Player FM does. Is it, is it quick? By the time, like as soon as you're done uploading it yep. to to our podcast service, within like two minutes, you can get it from Player nice. FM. We'll have to plug them more often. Yeah, absolutely. And we're also on the Stitcher app, and we are also part of the Dark Matter Radio Network, which we're very excited to be part of. Uh, you can hear the rebroadcast of the show on Dark Matter Radio Network every Thursday. And uh, coming in just about, what, two months will be the return of Art Bell. He'll be on the Dark Matter Radio Network exclusively. Uh, and also you can hear that on the TuneIn app. So, Nice. I've been uh, listening to a few of... Uh our Bell's old, old episodes and the really good ones. And the one actually, I, I was watching uh, Larry King live with uh, Art Bell, and it was pretty interesting. And, and, and you can just that picture was, if, if it was like ten years earlier, they would both be sitting there smoking a cigarette in the air. Right. So that's Art Bell would never have done that. No, he now, never would have hit the nope. microphone with his hand. Now it's e-cigarettes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, but uh, that will be coming uh, coming up, and of course, the Radio Pup app. If you are not a if you're not in range of the WBSM signal on Saturday nights, the Radio Pup app is a great way to catch the show live as well. Just download it to your Android or Apple device and just search for WBSM, save it as your favorite station, and you can load us up each and every Saturday night. But if you are a glutton for punishment and you want to see what's going on here in the studio while we do the show, just go to SpookySouthCoast.com, SpookySouthCoast.com click on Spooky TV. And that will give you the opportunity to load up the in-studio webcams, which we kind of go... You know, a lot of shows are doing this now. A lot of radio shows are doing this where they put the webcam, like, in the corner of the room. Right. We go a little bit beyond that because Matt Costa is a technical genius over there. And he... Yes, thank God for him because I, I would have ruined the show. Far, no, 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 no. <laughs> I would have ruined the show tonight had you not been able to show up. I promise you that. We have... Multiple cameras. We have graphics. We have transitions. We have the ability to put photos and videos up and all kinds of things. So it's all dependent, of course, on if the Internet's playing along with us each night. But we try and run that for you as well as uh, another bonus reason to stay home on a Saturday night and listen to the show. Because we're that cool. Or just because all we can think about is ways to make this better because it's all we have. (laughs) This is all we have anymore. But uh, So if you want to see our faces, there's plenty of ways to do it. And uh, one of the things that I want to get into before we speak with Terry Jamros and, and find out... Oh, I, I was saying, the way that it'll work is we will interview Terry at the beginning so we yes. can find out who she is, how her abilities work, get to know her a little bit as a person before we open the phone lines up. Right. So I just want to note that, that it'll probably be the next hour until we start taking readings. And we are here until 825 tonight. 
So that gives us an hour and a half, pretty much, to be able to take calls and get as many people in as we can. Or however long she can last for, because right. it takes a lot of energy. Yeah, if she starts fading out, then then uh, we'll let her go, or mm-hmm. we'll just talk to her about something else, or I'll just start taking calls and, and giving say, my readings. Reading. Yep. No, I retired like after after my one perfect one, which I still think the person was just playing along. Really? Yeah, I but never whatever. Heard the story. I still get to retire. <laughs> you never heard the story? No. I. I we had nothing going on one night. Our guest had canceled or something, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give a free psychic reading to the next person that called. I'm going to tap into the psychic mm-hmm. side, and I'm going to give a free psychic reading. I'm, I'm going to remote view the room that you're in. And a person called in, and I described her room, mm-hmm. and she said that I was exactly right. So then I retired as having the best success rate out of any. So basically, I should be taking classes with you then. Yeah, just do one reading, get it right, and then okay. retire. That's all. all. That's the whole class. You owe me forty nine ninety five. Forty nine ninety five. That's it. Yes, that's it. That's pretty cheap. Well, it's only a one minute class. If it's only one reading, one perfect reading, I should have retired a long time ago. That's all it takes. Then, Ooh. then you have it's like it's like getting one at bat in the major leagues, hitting a home run, and then and that's it. retiring. Yeah, that's all perfect. I need. So you still get a baseball card. <laughs> so, but one of the things I want to talk about before we get into all this, and in, in, in the the internet's been a buzz today yes. about this because uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, there's a there's a gentleman named Steve Huff, and he runs Huff Paranormal, and he creates apps for spirit communication. Mm-hmm. And he also creates uh, physical devices as well. Uh, but this happens every time a celebrity passes away. And we just lost B.B. King at 89 years old a few days ago. And this happens every time. I'm not saying that it's always Steve Huff that does this, but every time somebody passes in the public eye, someone within the paranormal tries to contact their spirit. Right. Uh, I know that when Robin Williams died, there was a number of people that were claiming that they were reaching out to Robin Williams over their ghost boxes and Ouija boards and everything else uh, right after he passed. The same thing happened with Michael Jackson. I can't remember who the celebrity was that passed recently, but one of the paranormal websites that does live investigation broadcasts mm-hmm. made a big deal about how they were going to try and contact that person that night in their live investigation. And and Steve Huff put up on the Huff Paranormal page the other day, by request of over 50 of you, this was yesterday, by request of over 50 of you, I did a short BB King session with my new Andre's box and my SCD-1. Wow is all I have to say. This is for those who asked me to do it, so here you go. So he's he's making a point to say that you know he's doing this because people ask right. him to. Uh, but I will play for you. Uh, I believe it's completely cool for air. Cool for air. Here we go. I'll yeah, play for you what happened. Weird. Or something that uh, we will know him by his name. That would be amazing. So I'm calling on B.B. King, who passed away last night. If you're here, B.B. King, when I turn this box on and end my app, see if you can come through. So um, while this is getting warmed up here, again, I'm asking for BB King. Anyone that can help me, that would be fantastic. So he's saying he's got he's become old right yeah. there, and uh, and he was old. Can anyone get BB King for me? So there's a stall. Kevin, 
Tannenbaum. So Steve says that he's taking from this that BB is on his way to heaven, so he can't talk. Uh, he fired up the SCD-1, and what was said blew him away. Do you guys know BB King passed away last night? BB with God. So there you have it. That's a little clip of, of what happened. Now, Stephanie, we've talked in the past. I, I know people who have lost someone. Mm-hmm. And they immediately are looking for a medium that can help them connect with that person. And I always defer to you because I know you and I trust you, and I know that you would give them the right answer. Even if it's not something you can do, you would lead them to the right person. So I always defer to you on that. But you have told me countless times again and again that you cannot reach that person immediately after their passing. No, Um, especially if you have absolutely no personal connection to them whatsoever. The reason why you're called a medium is because you're the in-between of this world and the other side. Um, So when it comes down to that, Tim, if a friend of yours was looking, you know, for something, you know, type of connection, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say, um, they lost, we'll say their mother. They come to you, um, and you mention it to me. Now you created the bond. You've created the the connect. Um, So it is possible for that connection to happen through me now because you've made it known to me. Um, It's happened with plenty of friends of mine. Um, They've mentioned things to me and all of a sudden I become the medium, the in-between. But I'm not going to go connect with those people on my own out of nowhere. It's not how it happens. Um, When people pass, they, I tell everyone, because it's pretty cookie cutter, I guess you could say. Um, For the first couple of days after they pass, up until the funeral, they're able to connect a little bit, but not not a lot. They're not strong enough. They just left what I like to call the vehicle, the human body. Um, They're not used to their energy yet. They're not used to what they've now become, so they don't really know what to do with it. Things tend to go haywire because they're not used to it. You know, like lights flickering, things like that. It's because they're not used to what they they now are, which is energy. after the funeral, typically service, whatever it may be, um, they go away for a while. And that's just, from what I've been told, um, it's to go up to wherever they go, the other side, wherever you'd like to call it, and um, kind of review their life, gain more energy, get used to what you know they're dealing with now is just being an energy being rather than a physical body. And when they've gained enough energy and strength to come back, then they're able to visit and they start giving stronger signs. They start to communicate. That's the time that you want to go see a medium. You don't want to go see a medium right after they they pass because you're not going to get much. What you might get is another loved one telling you that, you know, I've received whoever it is that has passed, and but you're not going to hear from that specific person. And, and, and that's what, uh, and by the way, for those, I don't know if you can read my lips, people watching Spooky TV, because they're saying they have no audio. Use the WBSM.com audio stream. <laughs> I was going to say, grab a piece of paper, that, we'll write it down. That slowly. But I, well, I put it out on Twitter, oh, okay. so hopefully they jump over. And, and Matt, of course, will get it fixed. But the, uh, I think I got it fixed. So, think, think. They'll let us know if they can't hear it. <laughs> uh, if you can't hear us, let us know, right? Yep, that works. Hashtag Spooky Live. <laughs> so, yeah, but, uh, you know, I kind of liken it to when somebody moves into a new house. You yes. know, they don't want anybody to come and visit them the first couple of days while they're putting everything right. in order. Uh, but And it's important to note that Steve Huff 
said. I contacted him. I reached out to him. I asked him if he wanted to come on and, and sort of talk about his position. And, and he wanted to say, listen, I, I don't think that I contacted B.B. King. And I, uh, he said, I think that I contacted somebody else who explained to me exactly what you just said. Right. That he is in the process of going to heaven. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody is coming out and blasting Steve Huff for trying to contact B.B. King. Right. He says that he's doing it because people asked because you know he he got requests mm-hmm. and I would have been more upset if he said and I contacted BB King right he acknowledges that he did not right but at the same time you but, have to believe that you might have been able to in order to start trying and and him him aside you know not to pick on Steve directly but just anybody that does spirit communication feeling like they can reach out and talk to the there's a woman that I know who has been contacting Robin Williams regularly through Such electronic things. voice phenomena means, through, through ITC, instrumental transcommunication. And I, I have to wonder, like, what, what is it that makes somebody feel like they're the special right. appointee to contact this? Why not this their so- family? Right. Why aren't they reaching out to their own family? And, and, right. why- and also, I suppose, to some degree, there's also going to be the issue of it could be Another spirit pretending to be that celebrity. Yes, it could. That's very, I mean, that's very possible. And at the same time, it it also boils down to how do you feel about those devices as spirit connection devices to begin with? A bunch of radio waves or whatever it might be. I don't know about those specific devices that he used, but spirit boxes in general, it's it's flying through channels of the radio and pulling out random words. Do we actually believe that that's an actual spirit that's doing it or is it by chance? And I think that uh, somebody who... Oop, we lost Terry. Did we? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if uh, she was like, oh, I don't want to hear Stephanie <laughs> talk about this. Uh, but uh, hopefully... Well, she's listening. Call back hopefully in. Hopefully she'll call back in. I, I put her on hold so she was uh, she was able to hear. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's the problem is... I think people want to be close to celebrities. Mm-hmm. And they feel like because... I look at... I, I look at having the ability to communicate with spirits, and, and obviously you have right. your natural ability, your human ability to do that. But for those who use electronic devices such as you know Frank's box, ghost boxes, uh, Ouija, whatever it might mm. be that you use to communicate with the other side, I look at those as kind of like the paranormal Twitter. Okay. Because now we feel like we have a direct connection that allows us to reach out to this celebrity. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, pre-Twitter, like, you could never contact your favorite celebrity. I mean, you'd send them a letter and it would go to their office and all this kind of, you know, run around. But, like, now with Twitter, you have the opportunity to send a message to that celebrity directly. And maybe they see it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they write back. Maybe they don't. But it's probably your best shot at getting their attention and being able to communicate with them. So... For people that are utilizing ITC methods, they're, they're kind of using it in the same method. They're using this because right, Robin Williams died. Now's my chance. B.B. King died. Now's my chance to be able to reach out to this person and, and have a connection and have a relationship with them. The other side of that, too, is the, the, the darker side, which I think is why a lot of people rail against this when, when paranormal folks try and do it, is because you're basically using that celebrity's death to try and make a name for yourself. Yes, and I mean, what's that doing or saying to the family of that person? You know what I mean? You're exploiting someone's death for your own benefit, which isn't cool. 
So I think, you know, we, the paranormal, I don't want to use the word few, but people that are in the paranormal, Jeff really gets mad at me every time I use it. And he's right, because it's, we shouldn't. Right. Um, a, a field would be something that's unified and, and anyway, but anyway. So, <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. But people who are paranormal hobbyists. Okay. Uh, I, I think we need to have a collective. We don't agree on much. There's very little that we agree on all together. Mm-hmm. I think we should all agree on a moratorium on trying to contact celebrities after they've passed on. I can see that. I let's let's all just put that out there. Let's put, what, what do you think we need? 90 days? 100 days? Six months? What kind of a, what kind of a window do you think would, would be necessary to wait? For, for, for not only for it the spirit, but just for decorum. It depends on the spirit. Um, I've seen people be able to come back as fast as, we'll say, a month afterwards. I've seen spirits that have taken six months. Um, I don't know what they go through during that time. Um, I've only been given, you know, the surface of, or been able to scratch the surface of what actually goes on because obviously it's one of those things that we won't know until we get there. Um, but it, it all depends on the specific person. Yeah, I think that a lot of, uh, a lot of people feel like the, the the biggest problem is that this was a way to use BB King's name to push. And I'm you know I'm seeing the comments on Twitter using the hashtag Spooky Live. This was a way to kind of push Huff Paranormal's devices by utilizing BB King's name. Now, I think so. if BB King was alive, that's illegal. Yes, it is. Because Actually, you- depending on what they have in place, it might still be illegal now. So the family could sue him. There's uh, there's that issue, and that's something that I think uh, as as paranormal topics become more and more discussed well, in the mainstream. The woman that claims that she was contacting Robin Williams, um, she actually reached out to his daughter, and that was a huge problem. I don't know if you saw that. She blocked her on all kinds of social media yep. and threatened to sue her and everything else. So it uh, it's just rude. It's it's tacky. Just don't do it. Well, we do have uh, joining us on the line our guest for tonight, Terry Jamros. And why don't you give everybody a little bit of uh, biographical information about Terry? You, biographical you, you know information. Her well. That sounds so so serious, Tim. Um, Terry, I have known for quite a few years now. It seems like forever. Um, she is one of the most talented mediums that I have ever met. She's an awesome person. She also is involved in the paranormal as well. So, um, I mean, she does all kinds of different things. I'm going to let her list off all of her different gifts, her abilities, her hobbies, whatever you you know you might think they fall into. Um, so, welcome, Terry. Well, let's bring her on here. Hi. Good evening, Terry. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Uh, do we are spooktaculars, we say here. <laughs> oh, excellent! Thank you for joining us. And uh, we had been discussing this, uh, and just before we we really find out more about you, but we were discussing this situation where. Uh, the developer of some paranormal technology had reached out to B.B. King's spirit yesterday, uh, supposedly because some of his followers had asked him to do so, and we were discussing about how long it really takes for a spirit that has transitioned to the other side to be ready to come back and make communication uh, with, with people here on this plane. Well, that's a very interesting question. I've had um, various experiences with that. I've had someone who really desperately needed to communicate with someone come back literally that same day they passed. And I've had those that didn't come back until maybe months afterwards. It all depends on where they were in their mindset on the time of their passing. I agree with that. Yeah, and and 
I don't know. I would think that like if if one of my loved ones were if one of my loved ones were to pass on, you know, they would want to reach out to me first. They would want to reach out to me through it doesn't have to be through, you know, instrumental transcommunication. They would just want to make their presence known to me first before randomly speaking to some researcher. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. They always want to reach out to their loved ones, those that are nearest and dearest to them. And they do. A lot of them will come to them if it's in the middle of the night. They'll come to them in their sleep, in their dreams, or they'll appear as maybe an apparition at the foot of their bed. But, yeah, that same moment that they pass, they are there thinking of only their loved ones. Hmm. Exactly what we said. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, for, for some people, uh, it... it this is something that they want to get into, especially people that do ITC research. This is something they want to get into. They want to be able to reach out and make this connection with the other side. For other people, like Stephanie, we've talked to her in the past about how she got uh, her gifts, uh, how they were developed. For some people, it's not a choice. What, what was it like for you? Did you wake up one day and, and, and have abilities, or was it something that was always there and you had to hone it? Well, okay, this is fun. Um, it runs in my family. Um, my grandmother has the ability, my father. Um, I discovered my abilities when I was a small child because I always saw my dead relatives, but for me it was normal, and I would let them know, oh, I saw Grandma and Grandpa last night, and they're like, oh, that's nice, dear, that kind of thing. And then my own daughter, I discovered, has the same ability, so it definitely runs in my family. Um, as far as um, developing it, to me, it was always there, but then to do it for others, um, I discovered a way to develop to make it even stronger so I can connect with other people's loved ones and that I can communicate with them also. I developed the style, and that was through various teachers and things like that, but through trial and error and just you know being persistent, I've gotten stronger through the years, and I'm able to do it um, for a large variety of people. So, yeah, I mean, it's something we all have. I mean, some people are born with it more in tune than others. It's just up to the individual to determine, you know, well, if they would like to hone in on that and, you know, and make it stronger, or they could just let it go and it is what it is. So everyone does have the ability, though. I do feel, though, that uh, a lot of folks, uh, it, they might feel that they have the ability and, and they have touches of it or or they have the beginnings of it they reach a certain point where they feel like they've made communication they, they feel like they've made a connection and then they stop developing that is it going to develop just in practice or is it something that you know can you can you hit a wall in your ability to communicate with spirits oh absolutely it's like okay what i do is i like to use the scenario of weightlifting strength training if you go to the gym and you're constantly working out, you're going to develop your muscle and make it bigger and stronger. The same with disability. If you keep at it, you keep practicing, you keep using it, you're going to get bigger and stronger in your abilities. Some people decide, okay, I'm good right where I'm at, and they don't decide that they want to move on and, you know, develop it even more. They're fine with that, and that it'll stay the way it is. But like riding a bike, it's always there. But if you don't use it, you may lose it. So it's always good to kind of keep up with it in one way, shape, form, or another. Hmm. I, I just feel like, uh, you know, there's not everybody takes the the magnitude of being able to do this as seriously as they should. You know. For- oh, I agree. I agree. Some people can use it and abuse it. Some people can use it 
for their own personal benefit and gain and not for the good of others. I use it to help other people. I don't use it, like, for any kind of gain for myself because I feel like I was given this gift, you know, and and use it in order to help people deal with, you know, issues in their own lives and to help heal. It's almost like um, an adjunct of what I do in real life. Um, For my real job, I'm a nurse. And I help people and I help heal them, and that's the physical body. But with this gift, I feel like I help heal them emotionally and spiritually as well. So I think I'm hoping to cover the whole gamut of everything. Is it, Well, you said that you, you, know, you use this to help others. Uh, when you say that, does that mean that you, I mean, you know, I assume that if somebody comes to you and wants you to help make a connection with somebody from the other side, there's, there's a charge involved with that. Your time is worth money. Oh, of course. Well, that's, yeah, for yeah, for the business side of it, of course. Um, but those that, you know, sometimes if I just come across somebody that's in dire need, I'll just go ahead and help them. Like, if a loved one is, like, for example, when I take care of patients, sometimes their loved ones come to me, and it's like they want to give them some information of comfort that, you know, they're going to be okay, things like that. So um, I somehow, in my own little way, kind of feel out the person to see if they would be receptive to such information because not all people are, and I just don't want to inundate them with that and throw myself at them. But if I feel like they can handle the information, in my own way, I will give them that information from their loved one to let them know that they indeed will be okay. Because that's, I think, where people fall short of, of seeing how this works. You know, you have a lot of people from the outside that look at, you know, talking about the development of these, of these apps and these devices that communicate with spirits. They're like, well, you know, people are just in it to make money. And, but of course, because why would they be making these devices? They're not making them like Frank Sumption did just to give them away. And why would somebody that has your abilities, sure, your abilities are uh, a gift and your abilities are something that you want to use to help other people but at the same time just like anybody else your time is worth something so when somebody comes and speaks with you they're they're taking up time from your day and it, so naturally there should be uh, a charge for that well there's different ways to do this because what i feel is like yes this is a gift and yes i want to help people but it's called an energy exchange if you give something of course energy exchange you need something equal in return and that doesn't necessarily mean money it doesn't mean financial it could mean energy exchange like if i give someone a reading they could give me a reiki treatment if i give someone a reading maybe they have something that they do like an arts or craft project that they're great at that we can exchange my reading for one of their you know pieces of work i mean it goes in any direction you want um but as long as there's an even energy exchange that's great um but also i also do it for the satisfaction of knowing that i help other people i'm i'm not like everybody everyone has their own reasons why they do it but i do it because i want to generally help people and when i mean uh... See here, well, that's that's so so difficult for some people to understand. Is that, and I, I don't want to crap on anybody's abilities here, but a lot of times, sometimes just hearing from somebody tell them that a loved one is okay is all they need. Right. It, sometimes it doesn't matter if if the medium is gifted and has the abilities, or if they are as well attuned as they could be, as long as they're giving some sort of healing to the person that's asking. If the intentions are right, well, I, I can tell you, I've sent loved ones to to 
mediums that I know and I trust, people that, you know, I, I don't want to say that I've tested because I don't test them, but sometimes they'll make a connection for me and I'll say, okay, and that's enough for me to go on. Or somebody like yourself, Terry, who I know a lot of folks who have worked with you and, and swear by your abilities. So sure, yes, you can send somebody to that. But sometimes family members will come to me and say, well, I went to go see, you know, a storefront psychic with the, the palm reading sign mm-hmm. in the window. Well, how did it work out? Well, she contacted my dead grandmother, and now my dead grandmother said she forgives me for what I did to her when she was alive, and now everything's okay. I don't care if that was real or not, because it gave the person the closure that they needed. Is it dangerous to allow that to happen, to allow that to be enough for somebody? Uh, yeah, now we're talking. That's a fine line. Those types of people who claim that they're psychics, they may have an ability, but their heart isn't there for the interest of the other individual. It's just for their personal gain. Those are called like gypsies, we call them, the storefront psychics, where they have the neon signs and those big posters and all that, because a lot of them claim that, yes, they're good, and a lot of them may have the ability, but then they take it one step above. And then they claim, oh, you have a curse, and if you give me so much more money, I can, you know, clear this curse from you. It's like, no, 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 that's not how it should be, but that's how they get their money. And they once they get you in their web, that's where they got you. And then you just trust them and trust them because they may have the ability and they get you with that, you know, ability, but then they want more from you and they will lure you in. And that's how a lot of people lose a lot of money. That I don't agree with. I don't either. And that's that's actually pretty common, especially in this area. Um, Yep. You know, they they get the closure they want, but then they keep going back because they trust the person. And then, you know, like Terry said, next thing you know, you have a curse or you're buying a special candle to remove the black cloud over your head for $600 plus. Yeah. See, I mean, generally I try to stay away from gypsies altogether because every every gypsy I've seen in a movie is always the villain. So (laughs) I I try to stay away from those. But in some of those storefront psychics, let's face it, they're not always – we have a history – (laughs) <laughs> with some oh, of those in this area. Okay. So you they're, know, you they're... know. So, yeah, I steer clear of those, and I tell people to steer clear of those. Usually word of mouth is your best bet right. because you have someone who's already experienced someone, and they trust them, and then they will send you to somebody that they trust. When you are uh, making a connection for someone, how does it happen for you? Because I know with everybody, it's, it's kind of different how you tune into to spirit and tune into uh, someone's deceased loved one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I have the ability called clairvoyance. I can see. So the first thing, if someone comes to me and says, oh, I'd like to make a connection with my mom, I'm like, okay, what's your name? I just need a name. And so what I do is I sit there and I say, okay, let's say her name's Mary. Mary so-and-so, you know, if you're around, you know, would you be able to come through? And so the first thing I see will be somebody. I'll see an individual. If it's not a female, if I see a male, maybe the male will come through first. It could be Mary's father, and then he will bring her through. I see visuals, so I will describe for the person what I see, or if I get a feel that "Mm, this is mother energy or, you know, grandfather energy, I'll try to confirm with my client, you know, does this, you know, resonate with you? Does this look like your mom? Or, you know, would she say this? Because I can also hear, and they say things to me, or they'll show me certain things that may resonate with the person sitting in front of me. And if I clarify with them, okay, yes, this is definitely them, then we have a conversation. I I do feel like, uh, you know, just as every person kind of, you could have... 10 people in a room that are all doing the same job, but everybody has their own approach and what works for them to doing that job. And I feel like sometimes that is a 
stumbling block for folks that are trying to develop their abilities because they're not necessarily going to tune in exactly the same way as the person that's trying to teach them how to do it. Is it, is it difficult for people that are trying to develop this muscle to develop this ability? Is it difficult for them to always find it, or does, sometimes, or does it just make that click? Well, I've done um, psychic um, and mediumship development circles, and everyone has their own way of figuring that out. So what I do is I give them different exercises in order to help them tune in to what is their strength. A lot of people will say, oh, I could see that, or someone says, I felt that. Yeah, I felt that, and it felt like this. Or someone would say, I smelled something, and it smelled like this, and it reminded the client of, oh, yeah, 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 I, we used to, you know, do this and cook this. and So everyone has their own way of dealing with it, but you don't know until you try. Development circles are really good because there's such a variety of different exercises you can do to help you know, find your strength, and then once you find it, you can work with it and develop it and make it even stronger. Now, when you do develop that and and you have that ability, how difficult is it to uh, be able to turn it off? Because I know we've talked with Stephanie, we've talked with others in the past that said that that's always the hardest thing is once you've tuned in, you have to find a way to tune out because you can't leave it on all the time. Well, you have to realize that you are in control. Spirit is not in control. It's like you are the vessel that they're using to get their message across. So you are in control. You have office hours like anybody else. They can't wake you up at 3 in the morning, which they love to do. Um, You have to let them know, listen, you don't have to sleep, but we do. So let me sleep, and then we can chat in the morning. Or I'm going to be at this event. If your loved one's going to be there, then sure, show up at this time. But you have to be in control, and you have to tell them. And more than not, they will listen to you, unless they really are desperate to get a message across. But more than not, they will listen to you. There needs to be a, a kind of a rule, you know, no contacting people at 3 a.m. anyway. Like, living dead doesn't matter. You That's know. a good rule. I, oh, yeah. I agree with that. you, you got to get your beauty <laughs> sleep sometime. But, but not, yeah, no, you have to, like, set the intention, because intention is very powerful. Set the intention before you go to bed. Listen, spirits, you know, this is this office is closed between now and 6 a.m. After that, I'm open. But until then, you know, you got to let it go. And a lot of times they will. It takes a while to get used to that, and you, you, you can't feel guilty that you're tuning them out because a newbie, when you first begin doing this kind of work, you want to help everybody, and you want to be on call 24-7 because it's exciting and you're making a connection and you want to help, but then you get exhausted and you peter out and then you're no good to anybody. So after a while, you know, people learn, and they eventually are like, "Okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Office is closed." So you, it's a trial and error thing, but you'll you'll get it. There are a lot of people who have the abilities that uh, will put a firm line between communicating with spirit and paranormal research. They look at it and they say, you know, what I do is completely different than what you do. I'm, I'm actually making a direct connection with a person who has moved on, whereas you're just kind of fumbling around in the dark trying to make that connection. Uh, but you're one of the few that actually uh, can, can bridge that gap and is willing to, to have a foothold in both approaches. Oh, Absolutely. I love skeptics, and what I tell them is this is a scientific-based thing. It's not woo-woo. A lot of people think the spirit stuff is woo-woo. I said, no, there's also evidence-based scientific um, 
research that has been done that tells you everything is made of energy and every everything, you know, you know, what is created cannot be destroyed. You know, we're not created destroyed, we're always we always are. So energy just changes shape and form. And so when we connect with spirit, they're just in a different form. When the scientists use their machines, um, they're just capturing the energy through a machine as opposed to using your senses. So it's the same thing. It's just you're using a different tangible item. A lot of people like tangible, so that's why they go with the machines like the K2 meters and all of that. But, you know, it's the same thing. So if I say to you, all right, Terry, I have this case that I have to go check out, and I'd like you to come along and and give me your impressions and see what you pick up. When you're in the process of the investigation, are you more likely to just trust your own gifts, or are you also going to pick up one of these devices and use that alongside? Or oh, no. I use both. I go with, I have a K2 in one hand and an ovulus in the other. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then I just tune in, and if I feel like an energy is in a certain room, I'll go in that room, and I'll tell people, okay, I feel like there's somebody here. So we all sit down, and we try to um, converse with this spirit. And, I mean, we even use dowsing rods. I mean, we use pendulums. We use everything we have. And then when we make the connection, um, you can see it. And so it's tangible for everybody. Well, you mentioned that a lot of the times that this connection is an energy exchange, which means that if you're trying to tap into a spirit's energy, you're also giving out some of your own energy as well. Is it possible that when you're investigating that some of the energy that you're giving out and trying to make that communication could be what these devices are registering? Oh, God, no. Nope. Not at all. No, it's a different kind of energy. Their energy is their whole energy. Our energies are contained in our bodies. I mean, we can actually emit energy, but not enough to set off a K2 meter, nothing like that. It's When I say energy exchange, it's like, you know, my services for money, that kind of energy exchange, not my energies being exchanged out to receive their energy. Sure, but... What's happening when I make a connection is we vibrate at different energy levels, and we're kind of low-vibrating creatures because we're earthbound and we're kind of solid, but the spirits are vibrating at a higher frequency, and that's what the meters, the audio recorders, and everything else can pick up because they're at higher frequency than we are vibrating, and that's why they can get picked up and we can't. So you could wave that thing in front of me all you want. Nothing's going to go off, but with them, because they're at a higher vibration of frequency, you'll be able to pick them up. I would love to be able to, to set them off myself just to just yeah, to mess with people, fun. but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't seem to work that way. Uh, yeah, no. No, it won't. <laughs> is, is, is there some sort of, uh, you know, has there been any type of a device that you have worked with that uh, will, I don't want to say validate, but kind of uh, coincide with what you're getting? Is there one device that seems to be more accurately tuned in? To what you are picking up yourself uh, more so than others? Does the K2 work particularly well? Does the Ovilus work particularly well? Does anything seem to stand out as one of the best connections for you? Well, that varies on where we're investigating and whom wants to come through because some spirits are stronger than others in getting their, you know, their selves across that they're actually there. It depends on the strength of the spirit. But I've had good luck with K2 meters, but also with um, dowsing rods, believe it or not. Those those are so easy to use, and they pick up such subtle energies. They even pick up, you know, ley lines if you're walking across someone's property, and you can pick up vortexes with those things. I mean, those things are very sensitive, so I love using those. But K2s, you know, as far as machines go, yeah, K2 has been the um, most 
you know, accurate for me. There have been times when, you know, I, especially when I first started using Thousand Rods myself, I wasn't really a big believer in them being able to catalog the presence of the spirit because they just they they weren't working for me but i've seen there's one group in particular that uses them almost exclusively as part of their investigation style and some of the unbelievable things that they've had happen with those rods coinciding with other devices picking them up it, it you you mentioned that it seems like it's one of the most basic things but there's a reason why they've been around forever yeah because they do work. Once you learn how to use them correctly, it's like it's so easy. You want them everywhere you go. So every time I go on an investigation, I always have it set with me. Well, uh, we are going to be up against the news break coming up in just a few moments. Uh, and then when we come back on the other side, we'd like to open up the phones and let people call in and experience your gifts. Uh, and, and you can just let us know if it's wearing you out and if we're going you know, into, into too many calls. Uh, because certainly we don't want to wipe you out. You were nice enough to agree to come on with us on short notice. We appreciate that. Uh, generally, you know, we book this show kind of like people call up and look for help with a paranormal investigation. You know, we call you screaming uh, about two hours before we go on the air, and we're like, we need help now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how we book the show, too. It's my pleasure. Well, But it's funny, because we mentioned before you came on, you, you, your name must have been mentioned 50 or 100 times over the years here doing the show, especially talking with Andrew Lake, uh, but we've never actually had you on the show and he's always said you know i work this case and, uh, and i had terry and she she verified what was going on like it just makes sense that we finally were able to get you on the program oh awesome well i'm happy to be here we're very happy to have you especially since i mean like tim said i've known you i can't even remember for how long now and it never even popped into my mind to ask you to come on so i'm so happy that you reached out to us last night um, before we stop for the news break, do you want to tell everybody at home before we start taking calls, Terry, what you want them to tell you when they call in or what type of um, readings you'd like to do, psychic or medium or both? Oh, yeah. Well, um, if they have any questions about anything, I'd be more than happy to answer. And then anything, a psychic, mediumship, you know, I'll do what I can. And, um, yeah, we'll just see. It's just they just need to be able to clear their minds and focus on the question because I'd like them to ask a specific question, and I'll see if I can answer that question for them. And, and we want to uh, let the audience know, too, that, you know, we, we – there's going to be a lot of calls coming in. We yes. can't let people hang on the line. So don't take it personally if we kind of move on quickly from you when you call in. Because, you know, this is kind of just a taste of, of being able to see what could happen when you go and see Terry one-on-one. -on -one. And that's kind of the goal when we have somebody come on and give readings. It's to, to show you what can happen and, and encourage you to go one-on-one. -on -one. Because, really, that's the only way you're really going to be able to get into things with people is to work with them on an individual basis and, and really devote the time to them and them alone. Yes, so make sure when we do take calls to be very specific with your question that you would like answered or very specific with the person that you would like to connect to. Perfect. All right. Well, we will do that coming up in just a few moments. And, uh, and, and Terry, is there any uh, online presence you want to push for people to, to find out more about you and to get in touch with you? <laughs> well, I'm working on a website, so unfortunately I don't have that up yet. But, um you know, you can reach me at um, my email or you can uh, text me. I mean, we can do that at the end of the show if you want to do that. And then I can always set up readings with people. Sure. Excellent. So uh, we will have that for you coming up a little bit later on. We are going to take a break for the news. And when we come back on the other side, more with tonight's guest, Terry Jamros. We'll take your calls. We'll let you experience uh, her abilities. And we'll also we'll find out a little bit more about uh, how you can make these connections. Because as we go along, we're just going to learn. That's all part of the deal. We'll be back with more Spooky South Coast in just a moment.
Welcome back. Our number two of Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and Stephanie Burke. We've we got to come up with a cool nickname for you. It's been a year, so I think the pressure's on. We'll call you the... I don't know. We'll come up with something. <laughs> I, I I don't think we can... Uh, but you don't have one either. We can't just pull one out. I don't I don't need one, though, because I say my name first. I know, but what if I was saying your name? Then you need a nickname. We'll try that next week. All right. We'll let you say it I'll first, the and then show. we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, we are joined tonight by our guest, Terry Jamrose, and uh, she doesn't need a nickname because she's just awesome. And we'll be talking with her throughout the course of the show. We're here until 8.25 tonight when uh, we will be going to the Red Sox game. They are out on the West Coast, so they're taking our time slot. Of Darn course. you, Red Sox. But that's all right, because then we get to come on early. So it, uh, it always works out well for us when, when we're on at an earlier time frame, because you know, we, we can usually be a little bit more interactive with the callers. But, but Terry, it's really funny how our show works. We usually when we're on from 10 to midnight on Saturday nights, we'll throw out a topic. We'll ask for calls. Nobody will call in. But then we'll have a show like tonight where we have somebody on that's giving readings, and the phone lines will be lit up throughout the entire program. <laughs> that's great. So it just it just shows that maybe we, we're doing a pretty good job of answering the questions that they would have, uh, but it comes to the connection. You know, when it comes down to the connection, we can't obviously do that for them. Uh, but before we get into any readings with the listeners, a question came up on Twitter using the hashtag SpookyLive. This person wants to know if you've ever run into two or more spirits that are working together, uh, and if any of these ghosts that, or any of these spirits that you have contacted, if they ever mention heaven or hell. Hmm, interesting. So when you say spirits and ghosts, I put them in different categories. Ghosts, to me, are earthbound spirits, and spirit spirits are those like who've crossed over to, like, People call it heaven. Some people call it summerland. But I, you know, I mean, it's, some people use the terms interchangeably. But I like to say our loved ones are spirits, you know, in heaven, and then ghosts are earthbound spirits. Um, I've had earthbound spirits come to me definitely um, when they need something. They actually find me and seek me out. I've had them follow me home from certain places I've been. Um, when I go on a paranormal investigation, you know, if they realize I can communicate with them, they're all excited and they have a lot to say. Um, so, yes, I've communicated with them that way. And I've... Um, you know, through my experience through the years doing this, um, my, the, the way they come to me, you know, when they're crossed over into heaven, um, there's no heaven or hell. There's just home where we all originated from. So when people talk about hell, I revert it to what we're dealing with now. Here on Earth could be considered a hell. It's what we make of it. If we make it positive, it'll be positive. But if we don't, then definitely it can turn negative and be a living hell for a lot of people. Um, for those who have crossed over to go back home, yes, it is considered heaven, and they, you know, are so happy. Those who go through near-death experiences and say they did die for a period of time, you know, like someone who had a heart attack and stopped breathing, and then they're clinically dead for a few minutes, they say they've gone through the tunnel, the light, whatever, everyone's experience is different. But they say they never want to return because what they're experiencing over on the other side is so pleasurable and 
filled with so much love, they can't imagine coming back to be earthbound again um, on a plane, uh, on our earth plane as, you know, a solid human being because it's just so much pain and so much trouble, so much work. But up in heaven, it's unconditional love and it's just light and it's just happy. So, yeah, I've had that mentioned to me many times by those who have crossed over. It, it does seem like uh, when when you are reaching out to a loved one, you know, you want to know that they are in, in a good place. You want to know that where they are. Uh, I'm sure one of the questions that people ask you more often than not is, you know, are they still in pain? Are they still suffering? Are they still holding on to some of the things that they had when they were on this realm? And is, is it really easy for uh, when a spirit transitions? Is it really easy for them to let go of everything that was here? No, not really. It depends, again, individually on each person. Like, some are so ready to go, they are, like, running out that door quicker than you can say, see you later. Um, they're ready. They're, they're, they want to leave this earth plane in their body because if they have a lot of disease or, you know, illness, sickness, or whatever it is that's causing them the pain, they want to leave it as soon as possible. And once they're released from that... They are so happy. They're healthy. They, they feel the best they've ever felt. And even though they don't have a physical body where they are, their energy is light and filled with health and vitality. And that's what they love. Um, to even think about coming back into that shell of our body. I mean, our soul is what makes us us, but we house ourselves in individual bodies. And that's what they want to leave behind. But they're still with us in spirit because they love you know, their loved ones they leave behind, so they're most certainly with us, but in spirit instead of the physical form. Well, we are going to help people make a connection with those who have passed on. Uh, Terry will uh, take your calls at 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, we will go for only as long as you feel, Terry, that you can you can keep up with it comfortably. We don't want to, you know, drain too much of your energy. Uh, and again, we're only on till 825, so uh, hopefully... You know, people that want to call in, they'll have a chance to. Uh, but the, the phone lines do light up, so it's just going to be rapid-fire calls. So we, we ask that everybody uh, just keeps it to one question. Yeah. And we, we'll, we'll keep it very quick, so don't be offended if we only give you a few moments. Uh, and uh, also, at any point, Terry, if you feel like you need a break, just let us know, and, and we can discuss uh, something rather than having to uh, just take the next call. Okay. All right. See, we, we like to keep it really easy here. I know that sometimes I'm sure you do other radio shows and they have you on for, you know, a 15-minute segment in the morning and it's always like, hey, we need you to read 25 people the next 15 minutes. We're going to not do that as much. And I won't do that yeah. voice again either, I promise. <laughs> All right. Already the phone lines are completely lit up. Uh, so we will go to them and we'll start off. We're going to ask you your name and then you will give a question for Terry. All right. You are first on Spooky South Coast. We have your name and your question, please. Hello. Hi, you're on the air with Terry. Hi, my name is Karen. Yes. Um, I'd like to hear from my father. And what's your dad's first name? Donald. Donald. Okay. Donald. Okay. Um, now, he, he wasn't very old when he passed. No. Okay, because I'm getting a younger version. Sometimes they like to come in as a younger person because they like the way they look when they were younger. But I feel like he wasn't very old when he passed. And I feel like um, 
he did a lot. Like, he was very productive with his life up to that point. And um, I feel like he was full of energy. But he was a thinker. I feel like he always liked to think things through. He was very thoughtful. Um, I'm getting, um, do you have a son? Yes. Yes, he's, he's, he's reaching out about your son. He's like, he's really close to your son, so I don't know if you've asked him to watch over your son, but he's definitely around your son a lot. So I don't know if that's something that you had wanted him to do, but he's definitely around your son. Yes. Okay. Is there a question you'd like to ask him? Um, I want to ask him if I will ever reunite with my son. Okay. If you will ever reunite. What is your son's first name? Paul. Paul, okay. Well, I feel like Paul went on, like, his own little adventure. Like, he needed to get out there and just do what he wanted to do. I don't know if there was a falling out between you two or that you didn't see eye to eye on a certain thing, but I felt like he just needed to spread his wings and fly. I feel like you will reconnect with your son, but it may not be until later on. I'm feeling maybe by the end of the summer there may be something going on with him that he wants to share with you. So I feel like there's something coming up where there's going to be a new beginning for him and that he is definitely going to want to reach out and um, talk to you and reconnect with you. So I do feel like there will be a reconnection. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you for the call. And uh, we will go to the next call. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and a question? My name is Lois, and my question is to my mother. Um, I just wanted to know, does she communicate with my new granddaughter? And does she do it frequently? And is my granddaughter as talented psychically as the women in my family? Okay, so what's your mom's name? Uh, Madeline Patricia. Madeline, okay. Let me try to see if I can connect with Madeline. Well, Madeline is a ball of energy, I want to say. She's very outgoing. She has a, a vibrant personality, and she's full of love. I feel like her eyes, there was something about her eyes that were very prominent and that when you looked at her, you noticed her eyes. I feel like um, she is definitely around. Is this your granddaughter or your daughter? No, it, it's my granddaughter. Your granddaughter. She's definitely around your granddaughter, and I feel like... Um, this all runs in the family. I feel like you have a, a little bit of something yourself. Uh, do, you, do you do anything with your talents? Uh, no, I try not to, but my mother did, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and especially my daughter is very, very open to all of this. Well, you also have that ability, and I feel like sometimes you fight it, you question yourself, you do get information, and you second-guess yourself. Don't do that. Your, okay. your, your higher self is trying to tell you things and trying to protect you, so don't, you know, um, fight it or put a block up. I feel like if you open up a little bit, you'll be able to trust a lot of things that you get. You don't have to do anything professionally like this, but for your own self, I feel like this would be beneficial to you, especially when making decisions. Um, as far as your granddaughter goes, um, she's an animal girl, and I feel like she can communicate with animals, so I don't know if she has any pets or she has an affinity for animals, but if not, she will, because I feel like there's going to be a lot of communication with her and animals. Okay. She's new, so she's, she's, she's only six going on seven months. Yeah. Stay tuned, because she, you're going to notice her and the animals, definitely. Okay. And thank you so very much. Oh, Thank you so for much. the call. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a great Bye-bye. night. 
And uh, again, the numbers are 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. But there was a question that came over Twitter. Uh, somebody, uh, Tracy, wants to know, uh, is there a time period in, in, in your experience, Terry, for them to be able to communicate with us? Is, it, is there a time that you have to wait? And then is there only a time period in which they can? Uh, 24-7. It's any time of day. They're around 24-7. A lot of people feel like the um, bewitching hours, like between maybe 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., well, that's only because at that time, that's when everyone's settled in, everyone's sleeping, all the electronics are off, so you're more aware of your surroundings, and that's when they come in because that's when you're going to be able to acknowledge them because you're not being inundated with all outside, you know, on stimulation. So 24-7, I can do this 24-7. It doesn't matter, dark, light, in a room, outside, it doesn't matter. And, and we mentioned earlier that there is kind of a time period when someone passes before they can kind of reach back and be able to communicate effectively. Is there is there an expiration period for that as well on the other end? Is there uh, only a brief window in which they can come back to this realm before they are eternally moved on somewhere else? Well, that's up to them individually. Everyone has a game plan. Like, we all come in with a blueprint of how we're going to live this current life, if you believe in reincarnation. But once you go on to the other side, there's, you know, they don't sit on clouds playing harps like a lot of people think. They actually have jobs to do. This is all, you know, about enhancing your soul purpose, enhancing yourself. It's all soul growth. And you go on and you move on and do things. It's like we all have jobs down here. Well, there's jobs up in heaven. You can either help other souls that are already over there, or you can help those that are still on this earth and guide them like a spirit guide or a guardian angel type. Um, but everyone has their own goals, what they want to do. Um, a lot of times when they initially pass, you can get in touch with them for years, but sometimes when they're ready to move on and they're done doing what they're doing at that level, they may move on to a higher realm, a higher vibration, so they're not as readily to be able to get in touch with. So, yes, and some people decide they want to reincarnate, too, because we all come into this world in soul groups. We all have at least seven soul groups. We've all met each other before, so if you feel like you bumped into somebody and you've, like, known them forever, it's because you have. You've been with them in past lives, again, if you believe that. So some people choose to reincarnate sooner rather than later, and they want to come down because maybe they have unfinished business and they want to do it sooner rather than later, or they will wait for the whole soul group and they'll all reincarnate all at the same time, or they may not choose to reincarnate at all and they stay over there and they become someone's spirit guide. So there's all kinds of scenarios that play out, but there's no expiration date, no. All right. Well, why don't we take a, another call, and then after that, we'll take a, a, a quick break, and we'll jump back into the calls after that. But the numbers are 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And if any point during the discussion people need those numbers, you can find them right on the front page of SpookySouthCoast.com. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question, please? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, I can hear you there. Once, twice. I'm sorry, they waited and they held on for a long time. Ooh. And then we, we, we catch them right there. So hopefully they'll be able to, to call back in and try again. Uh, good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Okay. My name's Diana, and my question is, usually I ask my mother to find things that I mislaid around the house, but I, I, I hid some gold jewelry 
over 20 years ago, and I don't know even where to begin to look for it. Does she have any ideas? I cannot hear you. Um, I don't know. I just It's like very faint. I can barely hear you. She, she had mentioned that uh, she uh, had some gold jewelry that's been missing for over 20 years. She said she talks to her mom's spirit, and her mom helps her find things, but that they just have not been able to find this gold jewelry. Is it, is it a necklace? It's a gold watch and a bracelet. Oh, gold watch and bracelet. So you want to know where it is? Yes. Okay. Let me see if I can tune in. And what's your mom's first name? Alice. Okay. Hmm. There's, okay, what I'm being shown is this box, and it's like a fancy box. It's it's like a jewelry box, but it's not a jewelry box, but it's fancy. And I can't tell you the material it's made out of because it's not wood. Um, but I feel like it's somewhere there, but that box is um, put in a storage somewhere. It could be in a trunk or it could be in a corner of a closet somewhere, but I feel like this is where this box is, and that's what's going to contain some jewelry in it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. And uh, we will. We, she, she couldn't wait. She hung up the phone. She couldn't wait to go look for the box. Oh, okay. I hope she finds it. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, you know, that's you, you never know, too. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you're, you're, you're not meant to find things right away. There's, there's a reason why there's a process to finding it. Right. Why don't we take a break? When we come back on the other side, we'll take more calls. 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And uh, the phone lines are jam-packed but don't worry keep trying and we'll try and get to as many of you as possible but in the meantime uh, we'll have the contact info a little bit later on for you if you'd like to get in touch with terry and book a reading one-on-one as we mentioned this is just a little bit of a taste of what she can do when you meet with her privately and and she can devote all of her time and energy on you and and i can tell that it's screwing with stephanie over here I'm trying to be good. We we haven't done a show with readings yet with you here as a host, right? Right. With with rapid fire readings like mm-hmm. this, so uh, you can just tell like you're you're like all over the place. Just <laughs> I can't help it. You gotta you gotta put yourself in host mode. That's all you gotta do. Come out of spirit medium, psychic medium mode, and put yourself in host mode. It's like your brain just does what it wants to. It doesn't matter how hard you try. Yours so. does anyway. I know. All right, we'll be back with more in just a moment here on 1420 WBSM. It's Spooky South Coast. Welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and Stephanie Burke. And uh, should should we let the people on Spooky TV that are watching and, and see the silent assassin is gone? Should we let them know what's going on? Um, I mean, you can if you want to. You can't really see that he's gone. Right. He's on special assignment. We are celebrating Stephanie's one-year anniversary with the program. So he's gone to get some treats for us. But uh, we are talking with our guest, Terry Jamrose, tonight. And, uh, of course, she is giving readings for the callers. And if you would like to call in, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And, Terry, if you're doing this privately one-on-one with, with someone, how long does uh, does a session usually last? Or is that dependent on, you know, how how much the person is willing to, uh, you know, how much of, of, of their time are they willing to spend trying to communicate? Well, a general reading with me um, is about half an hour. Um, it can be longer depending on what they're looking for. 
What I usually do is a combination of psychic and mediumship. A lot of people like to have their cards done because they have a lot of questions about their everyday lives they like answered. And then usually, you know, their loved ones are like pounding me on the head because they have a lot to say. So I usually say, are you done with your questions? Because you have someone here who really wants to speak with you. And then they're usually all set with their questions. And then we devote the rest of the reading with their loved ones. But if they feel like they need more time, then we can definitely do more time. But a general reading is about 30 minute excellent and in in that time period uh do you feel like uh, for yourself i mean your energy level are you able to stay consistent with that or, or you know can can going longer than that kind of wear down on you physically and emotionally well with it's just one client oh yeah i'm fine i do house parties and i can do up to 12 people after the 12th person, because after a half hour per person, that's six hours of straight reading, I do get a little tired. So I can at least do 12 people and have great results. So then I, I think that's my limit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we've got at least 12 people on hold right now because the, awesome. the lines are lit up. And, if uh, again, the numbers are 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And just to let everybody know, we do take the calls in order. So we have call screening software that allows us to see how long people have been on hold. So we are going in order. We're keeping it fair, and we're going to try to get to as many folks as we can, but also keeping it comfortable for Terry. We will be on the air until 825 tonight when it will be time for the Red Sox pregame show. And uh, if anybody out there is getting a reading tonight and they want to, you know, sometimes when you're in the moment and it's happening, you don't always process everything that you're hearing because you're so blown away by what's happening uh, and you want to hear the recorded call later on. We will have the podcast up following the show on iTunes uh, as well as on you know, wherever podcasts are found, the, the quickest spot is player.fm. And we'll tweet out the links at SpookySC uh, as soon as they are available as well. All right, so let's jump right back into it. You are next with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question? Hi, Tim and Terry. How are you? Um, I'm calling about my son, Arnold. He died two years ago today. I'd like to know if he has a message for me. Okay, Arnold. Okay. Hey, what was your name, caller? Oh, my name? Yes. Beatrice. Beatrice. Okay, Arnold. Let's see. Well, what what I'm being shown is, okay, I just, whenever they give me something I feel is like I have no idea, I'm just going to give it to you. They're showing me you with a bicycle helmet on and a bike. Excuse me, I can be able to hear you. I don't know what happened. Well, we, we've got it as, uh, as as loud as we can make it for you. So um, we'll, we'll just try and see if, uh, if it works for you. Okay. Terry, you were saying? Oh, I'm saying he's showing me her wearing a bicycle helmet, like she's going out biking somewhere. She's going to be outdoors. I feel like she may be up north somewhere in New Hampshire or Maine, but he's saying something about being outdoors and being active outdoors. So I don't know if that resonates with her or not. Does that sound uh, like something? I'll have to think about it. <laughs> Okay, is that all? Oh, oh no, no, I didn't know if um, that was resonating with you. Let me see what else he wants to say. Hold on. Um, he's saying something about holding your hand. He's holding your hand. He's around you. Um, I feel like you feel his presence around you and that you don't need to be sad anymore. He's okay and that whatever it was that you did or said, it's okay. He just wants you to know that it's okay. So just take comfort in knowing that, you know, 
he's he's happy and that everything is is this is this is so hard. Everything was for a reason, and so he's there for a purpose now, and he is going to be around you all the time. He, you need to pay attention. He's saying music. There's music around you that reminds you of him, and then you need to pay attention to certain songs because that will give you some messages that he's trying to give to you from him. So pay that attention is happening to certain music. songs that he liked. They come on the radio and remind me of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Certainly keep uh, him in mind when you hear that, because that's, that's the reason. That's why you're hearing them. One little comment. Um, after, well, shortly after he died, um, I received a card from him when he was alive a year, the year before for Christmas, and all of a sudden this card appeared on a table in my house, and I didn't take that card, and I didn't put it there, you know, so I assumed it was his spirit that moved the card. Can they move objects? They most certainly can. It, ah. If they're very strong and they're determined, they will make that happen. And, yep, they will move objects. They can do that just to trick you and drive you crazy. But, yeah, they definitely will do that. So that was definitely him making sure that you keep thinking of him and he's thinking of you. Cool. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Good night now. Have a good night. And uh, again, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Those are the numbers to call in and share. Again, we're going to try and cover as much ground as we can. But Terry, just any time, if you feel like your energy level is is dipping or or you need a break, just let us know. I will. And uh, we, you know, we're we're more than happy to to. Uh, take more commercial breaks too because I've, I've got a whole bunch of them that i have to run before the red Sox. so if at any point you're like hey let's take a commercial that's fine too okay i'm good so far all right so let's go to the next person who's been holding the longest you are next on spooky south coast with terry jamos can we have your name and your question uh, my name is matt and i'd like to catch my grandfather and what's your grandfather's first name robert robert all right Okay, the gentleman who's coming through, first and foremost, to show me golf clubs. Does that resonate with you? I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. Golf clubs. He's he's showing me golf clubs. Does that resonate with you? No. Okay, so stay tuned because there's something coming up in regards to that sport. I don't know if it directly means you're going to be playing it, but there's something in regards to that. There's something business-related around you also that I'm getting, and there's going to be something coming up, um, a new opportunity for you in, in regards to a business thing. So you want to pay attention to that. I feel like he wants you to be more business-minded, more savvy. He wants you to be ahead of the game. He wants you to be one step ahead of everybody. He wants you to be on the ball. So he wants you to get a little more motivated. So I, if that resonates with you, I hope so, because he's really adamant about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Does that make sense to you? Um, I mean, not really, but I'll, you know, I'll take it. I'll run with it. It's usually what I do, you know, just uh, go with the flow kind of thing. Maybe it doesn't well, make yeah, sense because you weren't motivated. There is a new opportunity coming up for you, and you need to grab it. So don't let anyone else take it and step step up and get it. You need to be on top of it. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a great night. You- oh, I didn't mean to cut him off there. Uh, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'm a little <laughs> too quick on the button. You know, that's that's the thing. I'm able to end my connections quickly, Terry, just by pressing buttons. <laughs> you, I know it's a little bit harder uh, than to just do that. But uh, all I have to do is hit the button. Sometimes I hit it a little bit too soon. Uh, but, again, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Those are the numbers to call in and share. 
and, and ask a question. Again, we will take your name and your question for Terry, and we will go right now to the next caller. Hang on, let me bring my software up. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamos. Can we have your name? Hello, good evening. Your name and your question, please. Sure, my name is Kathy, and anything's coming from my mom. And what's your mom's first name? Armindo. What is it? Armindo. Armindo, okay, hold on. Um... Well, what I'm being shown first and foremost is a cat. So I don't know if you have a cat in spirit, but there's definitely a cat coming through. I'm sorry you want to hear from your mom, but there's a cat coming through. Okay. So if you had one that, you know, is over there, they're, they're fine. And they're, and they just want to let you know that they're around you. Um, and as far as mom, okay, come on, mom, are you up there? Sometimes it takes a minute for them to come through, you know, if they're on standby. Mm-hmm. Is your dad up there? Yes. Okay, because there's a mail coming through first. Sorry, I know mom, you want my mom. So what, okay, now he's bringing, it, bringing her through. Okay, so what I'm getting is um, there, there's a very tight relationship going on with them. It may not have always been that way on earth, but it definitely has re- reconnected up there. And I feel like they're, they're concerned about your health. I feel like there's something, your energy levels are being sapped for some reason. And they, they, they want you to really um, be, you know, focused on, you know, your energy, your health, your diet, exercise, things like that. So there's something definitely going on with your energy levels. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, good. So she says she's going to help stimulate you. She's going to help guide you and bring you in the right direction where you need to be in order to um, gain that energy that you need, and she's going to show you. So you have to pay attention. If you see repetitive signs, like, you know, advertisements, repetitive, or if you see certain numbers, anything like that repetitive, pay attention. That's trying to get your attention, and that means something, okay? All right. Thank you very much for the call. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. You as well. And now why don't we take a break here, and we'll come back on the other side with more calls and more with our guest, Terry Jamros. And if you would like to find the numbers, uh, SpookySouthCoast.com is the website, or you can write them down, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. We will be back in a moment with more Spooky South Coast here on the new 1420 WBSM. Back to Spooky South Coast, Tim Weisberg, along with the silent assassin, Matt Costa, and the anniversary girl, Stephanie Burke, celebrating her first anniversary with the program. And we are joined by our guest tonight, Terry Jamros. Uh, she is just making some amazing connections with some of our listeners, and you have your opportunity as well, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. We are with you until... 8.25 tonight when we'll give way to the Red Sox. Normally, we're on 10 to midnight on Saturday night. So if you've never experienced the Spooky South Coast show before, you can tune in every Saturday night. And, you know, we have to move a little bit around the Red Sox. But it's nice when they have a night game like this, a, a late game on the West Coast, and we can get on early and talk to a whole new audience. And we're hearing from some people that we've never heard from before. And we welcome hearing from you as well. Uh, Terry, we have about uh, six minutes left in this hour. Uh, so we'll just take some more calls if that works for you. Okay. 
All right, here we go. And uh, we'll make sure we go in order so that everybody has a fair shot. You are next on Spooky South Coast. Could we have your name and your question? Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, can we have your name and your question for Terry? Uh, my name is Michael, and I'm looking to find out about my father. Are you looking to connect with your dad? What's his name? They call him Billy Kahn. Okay. Hold on. Would you say your dad was a character? Because I feel like he had a great sense of humor. Would, would you say that? Would you say your dad was a character? Uh, yeah. She said she's picking up on a great sense of humor? Uh, I think so. Okay. Well, he thought so. <laughs> Others may not have, but he thought so. I feel like he was very worldly. Like, he didn't really want a lot of, um, you know, expensive things, but he wanted things that meant a lot to him. So he wasn't a man with, you know, for possessions. He, he didn't live for possessions. He lived for family. He lived for friends. He was like a people person, and he liked to help people. Um, that I feel is awesome. like That's you, correct. I feel like you're almost like similar to him. You would be considered almost like a mini me. Um, I feel like you two, um, you know, um, would have, you know, if you both were the same age, would have gotten along great together. Um, I feel like you did, though, have opposing opinions on certain things, which made the dialogue very um, interesting to be a part of, I would say. But I feel like he would have been a great debater, and I feel like you can be a great debater depending on what the topic is. That is awesome. That that sounds right. Sounds right. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a great night. And uh, we have about four minutes left, so maybe we can squeeze in one or two more calls in this hour. And then uh, we'll only have 25 minutes in the next hour, but we'll get to as many folks as we can. Uh, again, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question? Yes, good evening. My name is Rita. My question is uh, I would like to know if my father could uh, tell me a little bit about my uh, health. Oh, your health. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's see. I feel like there, what I'm being told is there's an underlying issue right now that you're dealing with, and I feel like you're just starting to get a handle on it. So I feel like I don't know if you've gone to several um, people to kind of um, get different opinions, but I feel like one is going to be more on top of it than another. I feel like you need to be diligent. Um, even though, you know, they say it's one thing, you want to be satisfied with what you're getting for care. So I feel like the more you see, the better off you're going to be. Um, I also feel like, you know, um, there's going to be a new regimen of medication-type things coming your way, so I feel like this is going to give you more energy, and I feel like you're going to start having a new outlook on things. But I feel like your health overall in the long run is going to do all right, but it's getting to that point. So you want to be very diligent, and you want to not just take the first person's word for what they're saying, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for the call. Yeah, bye-bye. And uh, let's see, with two minutes left, two and a half minutes, we'll try and squeeze in one final call for this hour. Uh, and then, again, we'll be with you until 825, so stay tuned after the news as we talk a little bit more with Terry. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question? Yes, my name is Joyce, 
and I would like to know if there's something there from my mom. And what's your mom's first name? My mother's first name was Doris. Doris, okay. Um, okay. Is, okay, what I'm being shown, and if this is her, she's saying you need to do some purging. There are some things you need to start getting rid of. You're holding on to a lot of things that aren't necessary anymore, and she feels that you need to get rid of it now and make room for new. So she's saying clean out those closets, get rid of some clothes you haven't worn. You definitely need some new things, she says, so you need to get rid of the old stuff. She wants you to um, be a little more vibrant in your color selection, so if you get something more festive, and maybe corally, she says that would look nice on you. Um, and she's also saying that you need to treat yourself better because you're always doing for others. And she says, you know, you have what she had. So you want to be able to do for yourself and don't feel bad about doing it. So she really wants you to focus on yourself. Right. Okay. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I uh, didn't mean to cut her off so quickly, but uh, awesome I'm, I'm quick on that trigger when we only have a minute left. Uh, we are going to take a break coming up for the news. When we come back on the other side, we'll be with you until 825 when it'll be time for the Red Sox. Uh, but we'll talk more with our guest, Terry Jamros. And again, you can always check out Spooky TV at SpookySouthCoast.com and see everything that's going on here in the studio. And for those who are getting readings and you want to hear them again, we will have the podcast up for you immediately following the show uh, from iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Just to let you know, though, it does take a little while for iTunes to update, so it goes quickly to some of the other podcast sites, but iTunes might take a few hours up to you know half a day. So you can always go like to player.fm or, uh, or anything like that. We'll be back in just a bit with more Spooky South Coast on the new 1420 WBSM. segment here on Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg with you, along with the Asylum Assassin, Matt Costa, and Anniversary Girl, Stephanie Burke. And of course, uh, you can tune in to us normally each and every Saturday night from 10 to midnight as we cover all aspects of the paranormal. And tonight we are talking with our guest, Terry Jamro. She is sharing her abilities with us and making connections for the callers with loved ones who have passed on. And we do have a couple of lines open. We'll try and get to as many calls as we can uh, in the next 25 minutes, as well, the next 20 minutes, as long as uh, Terry's energy stays up. That's the important thing, because there's, there's nothing worse, Terry, than when, you know, you do a, a radio appearance like this, and then we wipe you out, and then we ruin the rest of your Saturday night. No, I think this is going to actually energize me, so it's all good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. You're doing awesome so far, so. Well, thanks. Well, we do have the lines packed, so we'll try to get to as many as we can. Uh, again, people are still trying to get in, and uh, the numbers are 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And, and usually people yell at me when they have to sit on hold for 25 minutes. But uh, <laughs> on Saturday mornings, why did you make me wait so long? But tonight they don't mind. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. We have your name and your question. Yes, my name is Ruth, and my question is, is my grandmother trying to tell me something? I've seen her a couple of times. What was your grandmother's name? Merle. Merle. Merle, okay. Okay, let me see if I can tap into her energy. 
decision you need to make and you're not making it because I feel like you're on the verge, but you just don't do it. And I'm being told just do it. They're showing me the Nike symbol, so just do it. Hmm. Does that make sense? Because there's something that you're procrastinating about and you just need to do it. I think so. I think I know what she's talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, then just do it. Trust your gut instincts. If it feels right to you, then do it. Don't question it. Don't prolong it. Just do it because it's better to do it now and get it out there and over with than to just keep hanging on to it and just letting it fester and fester. She's just saying it's going to be a relief for you. You're going to feel such relief once you do this. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Have a great night. And uh, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Call now. We have one line open. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. We have your name and your question. My name is Nikki, and I was hoping to hear from my mother, Marilyn. You want to hear from your mom, Marilyn? Yes. Okay. Are you the baby? Okay, because she's showing me a baby, so you're the baby. Okay. Um, she's, oh, yes, she loves you dearly. She's outpouring such love and affection for you right now. I feel like you didn't get enough of that while she was there, and she's just giving you more and more and more. I feel like sometimes you feel waves of her love coming over you in the middle of something, like if you're feeling down or if you're feeling frustrated, I feel like she comes in and she just wraps herself right around you, and she's just enveloping you in so much love, love, love. That's all I'm getting is love, love, love. And she just wants you to know that, you know, you're safe, you're good, and she, she sees so much happiness for you coming up. I feel July is going to be a significant month for you, and she's so excited for you. So July, stay tuned for July. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. Thank you. And uh, we'll take the next caller. Make sure I go in order here so I don't make anybody angry. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamos. Can we have your name and your question? Yes, my name is Bob, and I was just wondering. I had a brother that passed away last year. I was just wondering if, if, uh, if he was doing okay in general. Um, this is your brother? Yeah. And what's his name? Dick. Nick? Yep. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Would your brother be laughing hysterically right now that you're doing this? What is it? Would your brother be laughing hysterically right now that you're doing this? Yeah. Yeah, because he is. He's belly rolling right now because you're actually calling in and asking this question. He uh, he thinks this is a who. He loves that you're doing this, by the way, because he goes, you know, you got guts, but he's using other words, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know what they can say on the air, but yeah. you've got guts, and he, he, he appreciates that you're doing this. Um, your brother is doing great. He's actually feeling the best he's ever felt. I feel like there's a weight off of him, so I don't know if he has something going on within him, but it's gone now, and he says he feels like a brand-new person. And yeah. I feel like he feels like he's the happiest he's been in a very long time. I don't know if he had an illness or not, but I feel like whatever was pressing on him is no longer there, and he says he feels light as air. He's almost like doing... You know, what do you call those Irish step dancing types of things? That's what he's doing. He's like, he feels light on his feet. Yeah, he was very spiritual, so. Oh, okay. Well, no longer. He's like, fit as a fiddle, he says. He feels great. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. 
And uh, we'll squeeze in a few more here. We have about uh, about 10 minutes left in the show. 508-996-0500, One line open. Call quickly. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. We have your name and your question. Hello. Hi. Can we oh. have your name and your question? I didn't know it was me. Uh, my name is Aline, and I want to know about my dad and my mom, Gertrude and Gerard. Gertrude and Gerard. And their past? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. They're doing fine. They're coming in together, and what they're showing me is a home. So I don't know if there's decisions that you have to make around a home, but they're showing me that you you will make the right decision. I don't know if there's renovations that need to be made or if you're selling something, but they're saying you will make the right decision. So whatever that decision is, it will be the right one for you. So if you are having, you know, doubts about doing something around your home or to the home, they feel like it will be the right decision. Um, And I also feel like, too, that... um, they're showing me music, like dancing, so I don't know if they did any dancing yes, or if you do, but they're definitely choir. showing me a lot of dancing. I sing in the choir. Oh, okay, so music, definitely. Keep doing that. You're like, um, you, your voice is very angelic, they're saying, and they're saying that you sing with heart. Like, some people sing just for the melody. You mm. sing for more than just the melody. You're singing from the heart and that you're really making an expression mm-hmm. and that you are reaching to the angelic height. So I don't know if you believe in angels, but uh, definitely reaching yeah, the angelic Yeah, and I heard my mother when she passed. She, she said my name as she was passing. Oh, nice. Very yes, nice. Yeah, I have uh, somewhat of an ability. I've been seeing them, and I've been getting phone calls with my father's name on on my number. Oh, wow. That's, that's absolutely right. Yep, that's how they try. Electronic is the easiest form <laughs> of them trying to communicate with you. It's easy for them to manipulate electronics. So I, uh, yeah, I've had this ability ever since I've gone through a rough time. Oh, that's great. Definitely hone in on that and keep using it because it's serving you well. You're doing very well. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a great night. 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And sometimes that happens, Sari. Sometimes, you know, people have abilities and they just need to speak with you and kind of help them verify their own gift. Oh, absolutely. I encourage it. Anyone who thinks they have it, okay, let's work with that because let's develop it. It's awesome. Excellent. All right, we'll move on to our next call. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. Can we have your name and your question? Hi, um, my name is Nina, and I don't have a specific question. I'll speak to anybody that wants to speak to me, but um, my aunt would love to speak to. And what's your aunt's name? Rita. Rita. Okay, let's see if Rita's around. All right. Um, what's with pies? You know, like apple pies, cherry pies. What's with pies? I'm being shown pies. Uh, nothing that I can think of. Um, she liked a specific fruit, but it's none of those. Oh, okay, because what I'm being shown is pie, and so that's significant for something, so keep that on the back burner. 
And I'm also being shown that um, something with glasses, eyeglasses. So there was something with that. I don't know if she wore eyeglasses that were kind of different. The frames were a little bit different, but I'm being shown the eyeglasses also. And okay. also something with some furniture. Was there a special chair that she liked, or there was a special piece of furniture around her? Oh, yeah. There was, there was, there was an old icebox that I loved of hers. Oh, okay. Like an old, Do you still have it? Like an old-fashioned icebox? Yes. But that's, Do you still have it? She, it's still at her house, but it's, it's other, other people are there, so I don't have Is it. Is there any way you it. can get it? Because she, she would really like you to have that. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to tell somebody that, huh? <laughs> well, you can tell them I um, told you she told you. <laughs> what, yeah, I'll say that she told you. There you go. Just play them back the podcast. That'll take care of it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Good have, night. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. And let's see if we can maybe just squeeze in a couple of more. And, uh, and again, you, we'll give you the information so that you can reach out to Terry individually and, and get a personal reading. That's a lot more effective than just trying to squeeze a message from a loved one into a few moments. But uh, we'll, we'll do that a couple more times here in the time that we have left. Good evening. You're next on Spooky South Coast with Terry Jamros. We have your name and your question. Hi, good evening. This is Nancy. And um, um, thank you for the, uh, taking my call here tonight. I just actually came from the um, grave of my parents. Um, I had to water a new bush. So I was just uh, having some feelings about my mother, Sandy, and just wondering if there was anything she was trying to tell me tonight. Okay, Sandy. Well, Sandy is very prominent around you right now. Um, Have you been a little sad because she's very concerned about your emotional state? I feel like there was a period there that you may be trying to get out of, of like, not a depression, but like a funk. And, you know, you need to um, be a little more proactive in getting yourself out of there. I feel like you may feel stuck, and I feel like there's ways getting out of it, and she's trying to encourage you to get out of that. And she's trying to tell me to tell you that there is a light at the end of this tunnel that you're going through, so just keep going to it because it's going to get better. She just wants you to hang in there. Things are definitely going to get better. That's good because she was always a pretty positive thinker. So and and uh, that that kind of sounds like her. Awesome. Yeah, she's like your cheerleader. She's standing behind you with pom poms. It's you know symbolic pom poms, and she's cheering <laughs> you on. She's like, just go, do it, do it, and you're just you're gonna get through it. Well, that's uh, she 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 did that for years. So um, I'm I'm hope she's settled and happy. Oh great, that's awesome. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Good evening, folks. Have a great night. And uh, we have time to maybe squeeze in one more, and uh, that will be you. You'll be our final call. You're on with Terry Jamros. We have your name and your question. Hi, my name is Bonnie, and I have a question regarding uh, my mother-in-law who passed away a few years ago, and we're having a problem settling an estate. And we just would like to know, my husband and I, if we are doing what she wants to do. Okay. Um, well, the first thing um, I'm getting is yes. And the second thing is there's certain things that she would like to keep in the family. So if there are items that you're thinking of either giving away or selling, that's fine. But there are certain articles that she wants to keep in the family. Um, I don't know if she ever made a list, but she's showing me right now it's 
almost like um, china sets. Um, there's some jewelry, um, just like porcelain things. You know, I mean, I know there's things, but she really is adamant that she would like to keep those within the family. So I don't know if that makes sense to you. Okay, I had trouble hearing you. Certain things in the family? Keeping certain things in the family. Like, she's showing me, like, dinnerware, you know, like, uh, dinner sets, porcelain. Dinnerware. Yeah. Um, how, about, or, how about a house? Anything on a house? Things like that she would like to stay in the family, but other things is okay to either give away or sell. But, yeah, whatever you're doing, she's fine with. But there's just those certain items she would like to stay within the family. Oh, and Bonnie has to uh, specifically about the house. Oh, the house itself. The house is what? Are you asking about the house itself? Yeah, well, we're... We we would um, we're trying to sell the house, but we're having trouble with a sibling. Oh, with a sibling, um, and you know, as far so as any type I of agreement, I roll with that sibling, and I feel like you know it's all about the money. What you're yes. doing is what she would have wanted. So divvy it out as fairly as possible, but what you're doing is correct. She's saying um, the other sibling, I don't know if it's greed or if they feel they're entitled to something more, but she's saying just do what you're doing because that's how she would have wanted it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for the call. Bye-bye. And just remember, everything that the psychic told you on Spooky South Coast is not legally binding. So you can't can't use this in in place of, of a will, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, hopefully that helps, and uh, and hopefully that gives the family member the idea that, you know, okay, maybe this is what, what she wanted, and, and we do have to go forward with this plan. But it's hard. I mean, it's hard for people to let go. And, and you had mentioned greed, but sometimes it's not just greed. Sometimes it's just memory that makes yeah. it so hard. I agree. Right. Well, we are just about out of time. We want to thank our guest, Terry Jamrose, for joining us tonight. Uh, Terry, is there a way that people can reach out to you, uh, a way that you want to share publicly, that they could reach out to you if they want to book a reading? Yes, um, they can um, email me or text me. My email is jasmine, as in J-A-Z-M-I-N-E dot two at Comcast dot net. Or they can text me at 978. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, and hopefully we'll get to speak with you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. And uh, and take care, and we will definitely talk again. Thank you. Good night. And that is our guest, Terry Jamrose. We want to thank her for joining us, and we thank you for joining us as we were on at a special primetime hour, a special edition of Spooky South Coast. We'll be back next week in our regular time slot, 10 p.m. Eastern. And, again, you can always find more about the show by going to SpookySouthCoast.com. You can also find years, years, almost a decade's worth of past shows on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. That is probably, you know, if you have never heard the show before, you want to dive into those archives. We've covered everything from psychics to ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot. The Bridgewater Triangle is a a topic that comes up each and every year here on Spooky South Coast. Uh, So much to learn about the weirdness of our area. And you know what's interesting about all the calls we got tonight looking at the software here? Almost every call that we got came from New Bedford. That's awesome. All local people that are here uh, each and every week listening to the station and uh, are listening to Spooky South Coast, but we want to say hi to everybody out there around the world because we know that we have folks listening everywhere 
whether it be in this country, in other countries, across the planet, we thank you all. Check in with us. Tweet us at SpookySC or send us an email, SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com, and let us know where in the world you are and how you listen to the program. Yes, and a special shout-out to Ray J. Edwards, who reached out to me this week from Austin, Texas. He's been listening for the entire almost 10 years. So thank you so much for your email. Keep listening. Keep giving us feedback. Anybody else that's out there that would like a shout-out, please email us and let us know. Yeah, Ray J., one of our longtime fans, one of our really, really great fans. The new 1420 WBSM presents.